Yo, yo, yo. You already know who it is. It's C-Money, giving you the hottest DeFi news from the eyes of a DJ and the mouth of a burger. It's Thursday, September 22nd, and we're eating. Let's get it. I just come for four up on the clock. What that mean? That mean I'll give you money, grind it, now I stop. Imagine, you know I feel it up with nothing but that guap. They go nuts. I'm the type to go and do it, cause I don't like to talk a lot. Yeah, I just come for four up on the clock. What that mean? That mean I'll give you money, grind it, now I stop. Imagine, you know I feel it up with nothing but that guap. They go nuts. I'm the type to go and do it, cause I don't like to talk a lot. God damn. It's been a wild ride. We are completely moisturized, feeling good, learning. That's the main thing. We have been learning, learning, learning. Learning a lot about producing a podcast, believe it or not. You know, I always thought that my preamp to my headphones were trash in reality my preamp itself is just trash and my preamp booster is trash and so that sound was actually getting through and oh that hurt my soul because I put a lot of time into the Federal Reserve document not to fear because there's two more uh, I like I like we said there were three. I completely forgot there were three. I thought I was just gonna read one. There were three recommendations. You know, it was like four recommendations, and so I thought maybe it was that. But nope, we have two more huge, huge, huge papers to dive in. And so let me tell you guys, next week, this Friday, is still huge. I wish I would have known. Or at least done my due diligence and checked it out before I just completely dove into one paper. Because there's a lot. But today, we are back to the normal swing of things. As normal as it can be. We are straight up exhausted. But that's the intro for you folks. Go check out 444 on YouTube, that is Wovaka, spelled with two V's, W-O-V-V-O-C-K-A. I think it's, hold on, I got that spelled wrong, W-O-V-O-C-K-A. So let's look at this NFT news, how about it? Number one is the Gods Unchained on Immutable X. Immutable X is doing numbers. With $1.2 million 
in traded volume on this one NFT alone. That's up almost 200% in the past 100 and... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> I'm telling you guys, I'm all over the place. That's up almost 200% in the past 24 hours. It looks weird because there's only 2,500 buyers with 25,000 transactions, so an average of five transactions per wallet. That's quite a bit. Number two is the Board Ape Yacht Club with $1.2 million in volume. Number three is NFL All Day on Flow. Beating so rare, the soccer NFT. It's just so crazy because everybody looks at soccer as such a bigger sport around the world, yet every single day the season has started, NFL all day has been way above so rare. And today it's only a good 100000 But $100,000, that's quite a bit. And I doubt these cards are very expensive. So looking at the top NFTs, we have a bored ape. He's got a blue background. He's smoking a cigarette. And he's, he's shooting blue beams out of his eyes. We've seen this one. This is a wash trade. Or the guy just got out, but he sold it for $351,000. Wow. Number two is an Azuki. We all know about Azukis. They're an old school project. Everyone loves Azukis, but no one can afford them. Quite frankly, I don't know anything about them. I just know the name. And so this thing looks cool. I can't even... Let me see this thing. What's this, what's this guy looking like? Okay. And it's not optimized, but it's ugly. It's really ugly. So looking at the volume on chain, though, per NFT, we've got Ethereum running the pack, beating Solana by almost 3x, meaning Solana has $3 million in volume. ETH has $10 million in volume. I said that really weird. ETH is coming in at number one, of course. Number three is Immutable X with $1.2 million. And four is Flow with $973,000 in volume. Okay, so that's all good stuff. All good stuff. So let's talk about some news. How about it? So it's been a long week and we missed quite a bit. Yesterday was the big hype up for the Cardano fork, which I don't know anybody excited about the Cardano fork. I've actually, well, okay, I've heard people talking about it, but I don't know them personally. But some people out there are actually excited about what Cardano's doing. And quite frankly, I, th I could see them doing something. I mean, but it's interesting because they said it was going to happen today. It says it just met all the indicators, yet it hasn't happened yet. Hmm. It's crazy. XRP, XRP's lawsuit, Ripple just moved to block the SEC's transparent attempt to delay court proceedings. Haha, <laughs> because they know there is security. Ripple knows there is security. The second they're issued a security, they're going to have to give up all their documentation and then they're going to get shut down. Or they're going to have a bunch of fees. Either way, it's not going to look good for Ripple. 
and people are putting bullish. <laughs> you guys are so stupid. But it did surge over 10%. I mean, you can, you, you, what, you're just going to push that ball back forever? That That's just the market. I'm sorry, I was just really thinking about this because there's been all these, I'm seeing all these bullish articles and I'm thinking like, wait a second, something's not right here. This isn't good news. And so then I, I scroll down. XRP continues. It's massive. It's massive. 30% run as Ripple has more success in court. It's not success. It's just delaying the inevitable. That's on you today. What the hell is you today? Hope that's not USA today. So, yeah, watch out for that. I mean, genuinely, I'm pretty anti-Cardano. I'm not going to say 100% anti-Cardano, but if they're blocking the SEC's attempt to take them to court, then something's wrong there. A big news story is the amount of huddled Bitcoin has hit a five-year high amid heavy market volatility. We've been saying this, that investors who believe in the protocol have been accumulating, and not just accumulating, accumulating at levels they have never done before a lot of Bitcoin have been getting taken out of exchanges right now. <clears throat> and it's very interesting to see the whales and how they act and how retail acts. So Algorand is actually outperforming. We've been talking about Algorand it's had a 15% jump. Altcoins are going crazy right now. Uh, we've always said that we loved Algorand and what they were doing. We, we were shocked by the Hercules and just all the different types of problems they had already thought of with different types of blockchains. And then it all kind of combines into Algorand. Very, very cool stuff, let me tell you. So the fact that it's up 15%, I get it. I haven't quite checked the valuation of Algorand. But I'm quite shocked, quite shocked, and I want to give a special shout out to my dear friend, Martin Shkreli. He said he was a big Algorand fan. I said, why? He said, do your research. I said, sure, man, for sure. And I did my research, and I was shocked. I was shocked. They, they have everything done. They're in the World Economic Papers, so they're definitely up there. And when I mean everything, I mean privacy chain, uh, optimistic roll-ups, then they have a slower blockchain. I mean, really look on the Algorand site and just look at all of the stuff they are doing. Speaking of getting done, the market maker Wintermute over the past week just got hacked. And so now he's hacking his hacker with legal battles. Yeah. That hacker's gone, buddy. I don't know if you can if you have like a private investigator, Wintermute Wintermute 
This whole time I thought it was mint winter mule. Winter Mute is a market maker. They got money to hire a private investigator. But who knows? This just looks messy. Who knows? They, they might know the person that stole it. We got in our next story talking about helium. Now, two weeks ago, we talked about how helium just created a proposal to merge with Solana, believe it or not. And the helium community votes in favor of HIP 70 Solana migration proposal. Now, guys, this just happened four hours ago from the time of recording the podcast. The Helium Foundation will move its custom-built Layer 1 blockchain network to Solana. Migration to Solana's chain comes after a network improvement proposal passed a community vote that was last Thursday. Okay, so not two weeks ago, but maybe we talked about it two weeks ago. No, I don't know. Either way, we definitely talked about it last Thursday. Super excited to see this integration. I genuinely very excited to see that. Former CFTC chair rules out the need to enact new laws in regulating stablecoins. <laughs> well, she must have not read the freaking paper that just came out that we just she might have not she must have not listened to yesterday's podcast. Because there's clearly a need for new regulation. Dummy. Okay, sorry. Excuse my language. Numbnut. <laughs> so the Tezos co-founder explains 11th upgrade to the protocol designed to scale without a hard fork. As the 11th upgrade to the decentralized open source blockchain approaches set to take place on September 23rd. It's interesting how many blockchains are upgrading the same time as Ethereum. It's very interesting to me. I'm not sure I'm not sure if that's a risk thing for these guys. I don't know. So we've been blowing the whistle on Tether forever. Forever. Well, it looks like now the United States government has finally cracked them. And they want all types of information. They want every single Tether transaction, which they could probably just find on the blockchain. They want, they want all of Tether's information. They are really going hard after Tether. And tetherless, Tether says this is meritless and a baseless case. No, it's not. Tether and cryptocurrency exchange Bitfinex are being sued over allegations that they conspired to issue the stablecoin in order to manipulate the price of Bitcoin. Oh, man. That almost sounds like episode one and two and... Meta Money Days. Shouts out to anybody of the fans that stayed with me since Meta Money. We love you guys. We love you for tuning in to being on, on the new wave. I know you guys have listened to some pretty shitty episodes, but at the end of the day, this is a shitty podcast. We just bring the value. We just talk about Flow Blockchain before anybody else does. And then and then in six months, eight months, 
people who talk about Flow, and Flow is going to be one of the biggest blockchains, and, and they're going to be used on Instagram, and they're going to be everywhere. And I'm going to say, oh, yeah, remember when I said that? <sighs> okay. Tangent done. But I think this is also a pretty big security issue, too. I mean, if Tether gives up this information, they're giving up the information to a lot of Chinese citizens. I mean, Binance is like Tether's baby. Or vice versa. I know they're, excuse me, they're really close. And so it's pretty interesting to see what we got going on behind the scenes there. That's pretty bearish to me. Very bearish, but it also could be bullish because that means that Tether could be scrambling to get assets, which is why we're, we're selling off right now. Yeah, that's bearish, actually. That's, there's no way that could be bullish. I even had ridiculous amounts of shorts this morning because I am long Bitcoin long term. However, I like to gamble. I know it's it's a bad habit, but I'll go in and I try to read the charts and I got liquidated. So that just shows you it's not easy. But I also almost made a lot of money. The reason I got liquidated was because I was over trading. I was short and then I switched to long, lost a bunch of money, made it all back short, switched back to long, lost it again on long. And it was just like, okay, dude, you were short the first time. But it's so easy when you have your finger on the button and it's real money involved. That is why you need to write down a strategy if you really plan to trade. I think I'll just say my thoughts on trading. Trading is not a way to make passive income. It's a really fun way to gamble, really good way to gamble, a really quick way to gamble. I mean, you can lose a lot of money really fast, vice versa as well. Um, it's very cool, the possibilities in cryptos i've never really got excited about a slot machine but i have got excited about buying a couple hundred dollars in meme coins and watching it pump or dump so jp morgan which we all know they've they love bitcoin so i i close my eyes i see jp morgan guarantee you he's gonna talk bad about bitcoin let's see JP Morgan CEO blasts Bitcoin and crypto as decentralized Ponzi schemes. <sighs> but you're buying it, bro. You're freaking buying it. Oh my gosh. Just gotta relax. I tell you what, the more news I get, the more information I do, the more I like Bitcoin because I realize that's what all these banks want. That's what everybody wants is actually Bitcoin because the United States can easily just shut any of these down. The only currency the United States said, okay, we're not going to shut down is Bitcoin. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious, guys. This is so nuts. Because they own it. It's just a big old scam. So this New York real estate developer bought the first ever real life office building as an NFT. 
I don't know why you'd want to do that, but okay. He did it. Go NFTs. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> that's really stupid. So that's the type of news we're talking about today, folks. It's silent on the airwaves. Anybody that's anybody is reading through the three documents that were just posted by the United States to really understand this cryptocurrency legislation. They're going through with their teams and creating a new plan for the future because that's exactly what this these three documents are doing. And it's a lot, folks. And you know how these politicians do it. They make it complicated so the normal person doesn't want to read it. It's got a lot of long words. It's not simple. There's no pictures. It's not color-coded. It's ugly. But you know what's not ugly? You. So on that note, that's going to do it from all of us here at Web3TV. I'm C-Money. And don't just have a great day. Have a DeFi day.